Uh, so what did you learn this week? Um, that desires. Desires. Uh, desires. Um, desires. I'm realizing people don't analyze their own desires because our desires definitely pull us out of balance. And, you know, we have to understand. Oh, because you're cleansing and now you're having all these desires. Well, yeah, but, you know, looking at how people aren't connecting, you know, in, in healthy relationships is, I think it's uh, desires are uh, desires, you know, for expectations, the desired expectation um, that you're looking for skews how reality really works because you're too leaning toward desires that aren't benefiting you, aren't uh, and leading you to healthy places, you know. Um, so I, I would say go into desires, go into your own desires and uh, and see where they're trying to take you, you know. Are they're they trying gonna, to take me to pleasure. Yeah, always. <laughs> you know, and that's not always, you know, the place to go. You need it's to, usually not, but sometimes it is. Yeah. Right? Desires are not all bad, but no, no, yeah, they're not bad. It, it, you have to understand when they're good and when they turn bad. You know, because you have to desire. Hey, if I want health, my desire, I have to will my desire to desire things that are compatible with well-being and health it seems like we have all these desires and the dangerous ones are when when the desire leads us to a quick pleasure Hmm. but when desire our desire leads us to like long like joy that it takes a while because right the desire to lose weight is a good desire but or is a beneficial desire that leads to beneficial activities in your life that are over overall usually getting you closer to what you really want to do out of life but then that desire for the candy or the sugar or the food is a quick desire that ultimately wants the same thing, that feel, that good feeling. Mm. But that's going to lead you to uh, lead you farther away from what you really want out of life. So maybe that's something about like don't allow yourself to desire. That's an experiment. Don't allow yourself to fulfill desires that have quick results. You only can fulfill desires that have distant results that's basically the des- the broccoli desire right understanding that like you said it made sense when you said the baby uh would probably pick the broccoli because it doesn't desire anything yet it doesn't know those types of pleasures yet mm-hmm. right so in that state like it's like a cleanse being a baby is a cleanse because they don't have yeah, the pure all, they're more pure so like a cleanse helps you to redirect your desires you have more control over your desires yeah when you wake your second brain up it's empty now you know if you're eating sloppy and drinking you're going to desire those things because you're already dirty you're riding dirty right riding dirty you're riding dirty so when you ride dirty your desires are compromised and skewed but when you get clean your desires clean up too you know and then you're like oh or if i'm in a relationship with the opposite sex and you know, she gets toxic, you know, then I can, I can see that quicker and get out of there because, you know, or, you know, try to work it out and see if she can elevate, but if she can't, I have to take my desires elsewhere, you know, and say, that's not going to be beneficial. That's going to keep me riding dirty. Dealing with that is riding dirty, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's a real struggle. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a big battle. I'm so, I'm so disappointed that I'm still in that struggle of, controlling my diet i don't think we ever get out of it i just don't think we're ever but don juan said that you can 
Don Juan from Carlos Castaneda books. Mm-hmm. Like he said that, you know, there's like fear can be conquered and you can become fearless. So I feel like things are able to be transcended. You can reach a level where you change. Like also Eckhart Tolle. Um, I think he's transcended a lot of issues that I'm still dealing with. He's at a level where he's never going to struggle with his diet. He's going to do it according to the present moment. And it's never going to get out of hand again in his life. I believe that. Is it true? I don't know. But so I, I, I want to, I don't want to, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I, I'm saying I would, I'm choosing to believe that there is a way to transcend this battle and then you go on to the next battle. But like, cause this, this battle, this battle about food and desire, it's low level and I'm still in it and I'm tired of it. I want to be able to make my choice, like make, decide how I want to live and follow that, which would be eating one meal a day. 80% of the time. I, I think the transcend the transcendence is once you get to a very clean level and your body is very awake and alive and the intelligence is all there in a clean state, then that's probably transcending because even when I, you know, stopped drinking for 10 years, it became easier to make better choices. Yeah, but the problem is when you are cleansed in that level, then the right junk food tastes a thousand times better. So like you don't want junky junk food. Like if you're yeah. cleansed, you don't want an Oreo, no. but a, but a wholesome like oatmeal raisin, everything organic and pure. You take one bite of that, woo! That's like a drug. Then it's like an explosion of. So then it's even. So it's more challenging. Also, so it's it's easier on some levels, but it's also more challenging. Well, to to, to it's continue a slope. on, like you can you? I think you know. Once I got cleansed, like. Well, that's yeah, because drinking. Once I got back to it, right, but the high was even better. It was like fun. it was, it was like, at the beginning, but then it just fades. So exactly. now that I've went through that process again, at an older age, now I'm elevated to know like I can't even go there again. Um, but that doesn't mean what where I can't go is I have to be intelligent enough to create the protocols and live by them. Well, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. So, yes. but at least I know that. And the minute I can't do that, well, then that's the thing to be talked about. Like, why can't we? You know, what's stopping us? So is that weakness? Yes, I that's think so. That's pure weakness. And you succumbing to what is not going to benefit you. Yeah, it's kind of like when you, you say you're going to do something, when you don't do it, why didn't you do it? It's weakness. It's mental weakness, I think, because we're allowing ourselves to do these things that we know are not what we ultimately want. And this is the battle of humanity. And I, I, like for me, the only time I can follow any diet is I'm, I have to be 100%. I have to be no tobacco, zero tobacco. I can't dabble. Um, with alcohol, I think I'm, I think I'm just going to have to. I'm, I keep trying to find a, a like I don't, I'm not drinking all that much, but I'm still drinking more than I want to. Um, and I don't, like ideally, right? Every once in a while, ideally, like once, twice, max three times a month, social place. It's everything's cool. It's it's naturally happens, and where it's a gregarious moment, that's the time to drink and be social and bond in that way, and never like plan it. I'm, I, that's what I think. I think I should never plan to drink. Never be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna drink because once that idea is in my head, whether I feel like drinking or not, I'm gonna drink. It's just like it's a given. You know what I mean? And if I could, my ideal operating mode would be, I'm always planning on not drinking. However, I do have the freedom to have a few drinks, uh, you know, two, three max, get a buzz, maybe a slight more than a buzz. That's it. Done. That would be the ideal. 
I'm not really sure that I can do it. I know I can just say no to everything and just be like, boom, I'm done. Um, which is, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's too like, you know, when I look at the Don Juan and having read it so many times, I realize like, man, they really try to sweep up every unnecessary aspect of our psyche. And all of them are ripped and lean and wiry because they always said they were all wiry. So they, they could have been fat at one time. But I, Carl said, I came back again. They were all wiry and lean, you know. And so, you know, that's probably the protocols. Everything that does not lead to well-being, self-importance, right? Mm. That's a drain, yep. right? So basically, it's just like get everything that drains you and get it out of the way. You know what I mean? And maybe, just maybe, that's the place where you can actually transcend and it will never affect you again. But somehow you have to get there. And uh, David Groggins, um, Goggins. Goggins, Groggins, he's anything but groggy. Um, he was like, he, I was listening to this motivation tape, go to war with your willpower. I didn't kind of like that because I don't want to go to war with anything. But then maybe, I don't know, maybe you do have to go to war. Because he says he gets up every day and he runs and his knees are, the cartilage is gone and it's painful. But he, I don't believe that, um, doing stuff that's painful. But I appreciate that he gets up and does something he hates to do yeah, because of the, the benefit. There's something to that. I have to, That's an ingredient I have to put in there. Yeah, the, I heard some other guy talking about that. I was like, just wake up, make your morning. Joe does it, Joe Rogan. Make your mornings hard and then the rest of your day is easy. Hmm. Wake up, do a hard workout, intense, make that the suffering for the day, and then there's no more suffering that day. Yeah. It's pretty brilliant, I think. I don't I don't practice it, but I'm thinking about implementing it. You, you, yeah, because it makes sense. You know, he was even talking with somebody uh, the other day. Oh, you know, this one guy that was uh, a green, uh, you know, a uh, special ops guy. Um, and, uh, you know, he goes, most people, like, this guy has seen death. He's, he's high level seen dead bodies hundreds of them um and and he was just telling that you know they they kind of um uh went after him because he's teaching people how to be self-reliant in disasters and crises mm. but he looks like a prepper or this or that but in reality he's giving you practical knowledge when the system breaks down these are the things you can do and he, he was pointing out like books that like some people um uh they can hit the bag, right, and, and look great, right, um, and fall. In love. He said they fall, they fall in love with themselves, right. Um, hitting the bag, I look good, and this, this, and that. But until you've been in an actual fights, stress tested, right. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times when crises happen, people buy all this equipment, but they haven't used it. They don't know what it is. They don't know how to be efficient. So really, these things that they buy in these crises, they're not they're not going to be efficient. Because they don't the know, even, don't yeah, know how to use it. Yeah, yeah. You know, or if you have a gun, learn how to use it. Learn the safety. Learn the this. Learn the that. Be able to use it. We got to start doing that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Definitely. We, let's both get a gun yeah, and, and start and going to the range. Yes, yep. For sure. Let's do that. Um, so, um, you know, just those things. So, like, I, I see so many people... Uh, uh, walking around confident, un not stress test on any of these levels. And that's kind of some of the irritating part of, of people, even myself, like I'm moving, definitely moved way away from what I don't know and I'm humble enough. But uh, a lot of times you see a lot of people walking around so confident with, with their knowledge, having studied nothing, you know, and just like, it's all so irritating. But they read the headlines. <laughs> that's all they need. Remember that guy you said yeah, on Facebook? Said, oh my God. He said, I don't, a, fr a friend, a liberal friend of mine that I was having an argument with, he said, I don't, all I need to do is read the headline. He said it with a straight face. Oh, wow. I said, what, what'd you say? 
He goes, I don't need to read the article. I read the headline. Said, wow. That was a gift. Said, because he friend. didn't even know that that was absurdly ridiculous. <laughs> so he said that like, that yeah. is what we all do here in the left side. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, this is the end of our conversation. Even just the phone call, just like with her, it's like, you know, yeah, he got pulled out. Do you know why? He was not cooperating. Yeah. Although they haven't said why they pulled him over. Like I read an article that was like, it hasn't come out or the, the sheriff oh, no, or whatever made a statement. I, like, they haven't, hasn't it was, surfaced yeah, it was why like they pulled a, him over. Uh, they were talking about it. It was an infraction of some some little fraction. So it was re- really nothing that led to all that. Yeah. It was just an infraction. Here's a ticket, a warning, maybe, and that's but it. But then there's also a theory that he was sleeping with one of their wives. Okay, well, then again, that that makes sense. Um, I gotta watch it. I, I don't know. That, that was the theory. I don't think it's very much proof of that, but there is some some that's circulating on the the net. All I know is most of the time when I see black people. Uh, getting pulled over and having these incidences, all of them, they were not being cooperative. They were talking shit and being disrespectful. Yeah, I'm not saying that's a license for them to get go no. overboard. Never, no. ever, ever. Because again, cops have to be better. But you have to understand, most of these cops in these, uh, the wrong temperaments are going into police force. Yeah. And there's no new reason to be afraid of cops. Yes, they have guns and yes, they can't kill you, but that generally doesn't happen unless you're talking a lot of smack and being rude and fighting back. Um, that's kind of, that's just, you know, that's just how it is. So don't do that. Know your rights, though, also. Just know your rights. Know your rights. And know, you have to understand, you can't get caught up in this, it should be, it ought to be. Make it your business to understand what it is. What it is. And then we can talk about should and ought. What it is, bro. What it is. What it is. What it is. What it is. Who that is. What it is. Um. We can always talk about should and ought, but... What does should mean? We, I keep saying that. But we have to really acknowledge what it is. With and the I, woman I'm seeing every time she goes should, I go, what does should mean again? Oh, wow, yeah. I'm sure it's getting on her nerves. But but I, anytime someone says, you should do that, what does should mean? Yeah, what it should, you know. What do you mean by should? It's, it's How about like, just say it and then let it lay there? Don't put should in that. I should. You know what? Uh, it's a good idea to maybe start eating better and take some vitamin D. Let it lay. Then I can take it. You start putting should into I get all defensive. What do you mean I should? should? Oh, you know what's the best thing for me? Well, you know what you ought to do? You know every detail about my life? <laughs> you've, you've studied it and you know all the details. Okay, thank you, professor. Thank you. Love. Anywho. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So, what's popping? What it is, bro. That's what it is. What it is, what it is. But yeah. Uh, if you wanted to go into the other thing, should we go into another podcast? or? Um, no, I think a little more on this one. Uh, I want to talk about what I've been learning this week. Patience. Oh, yeah, yeah. T- yeah, tell me. I've been learning about patience. Because just some things take time. Mm. And, and so, okay, it takes time to climb up the mountain. And once you're at the top, you have a whole different viewpoint. And now you have a new uh, set of options and understandings that you cannot see from the bottom. So there's no way to know what is at the top of the mountain until you get to the top of the mountain. So I keep it keeps seeing this like over and over again in different ways in dance, but also in my band. Like in the beginning of a journey or a goal or a dream, um, you don't know how it's going to happen, but it doesn't matter. You don't need to know. You can't know, but you do know whatever it is. Say you want to be a travel photographer or a comic book artist or a musician or whatever what it doesn't matter what it is you know you want to do it you're setting it on the path you cannot know what's going to be in the future 
just but when you set your intention and you and you have patience and you and you trust that it's gonna come like your, your weight loss right your whole thing like if you trust that it's gonna come and you start moving in that direction you can achieve anything and there's no way for you to know what you're gonna know down the road and when you get down the road so it might so in the beginning it might seem impossible it might seem incomprehensible to achieve this thing it is at that moment but if you have patience and put movement in that direction it will become clearer and clearer as you go and like for instance in my band now that we've been practicing for a year no permit no permit music little plug know what i mean Mm -hmm. um uh now that we've been practicing for a year, I'm starting, I'm just starting to understand more clear about what I'm really trying to do what, and, and, and different things, how to, how to go from these songs into like a show and a performance and a ceremony and like an experience. It's just starting to click, but it's taken me a year of practice, of practice together, practice on my own, fumbling, failing thousands and thousands of times and then all these different learning to sing learning to write learning to record learning to promote all these things it's been a, it's a lot but now after a year over a year i'm starting to go oh that's why i'm doing this and now i'm starting to see clear about like how to really make it pop and so i'm just saying patience is really profound and your dreams can come true even when they seem incomprehensible you don't need to know you know, it's like, oh, it's a last analogy. It's like driving anywhere, like driving to New York. You don't need to know your last 35 different turns on the New York. All you need to know is the next few turns on your journey continually. Just know the next few turns and you're good. And you can get all the way to New York or Brazil or wherever you want to go. That's what, that's what I learned this week. It's funny that you had that, um, that analogy of, you know, climbing the mountain because at the highest level, you get a panoramic view so you can see everything. Yeah. But on the way up, basically, there's going to be foliage, pine. So you're going to get skewed. When you get to a vantage point, you're going to have a skewed view because you can't really see yeah. where you're going yet. Yeah. So you might have a little pocket and the, yeah. the pines move and you see a little something. Um, so don't make then, any big decisions there. Yeah. So as you keep going up, it gets clear and clear until you get to the top, which is the panoramic view. Boom. And then you can see everything 360. Yeah. Right? That's what I like. But that's what you got to get to, you know. Um, the other one I was thinking, I wanted to post something, you know, um, on Facebook about um, what it, what are some of the ingredients that we need in balance in our psyche? What attributes, like um, you know, um, poise, uh, you Ooh. know, um, um, respectful, uh, mindful, um, you know. All the things that you want to have in the perfect recipe balanced in your psyche to deal with the world at the highest level. Like it's all a little bit of ingredients, humbleness, um, perseverance, uh, honesty, um, mm. you know, all these things. Authenticity. All these things that create Determination. a really quality human being of value that can be helpful. Presence. To Presence. You know, and just put it all in there. And um, I was going to, you know, put some of the tastiest, chunkiest ones and then say, you guys know where I'm going. Let's, we'll develop it as we go because we're going to continue to add to. You ever seen those, those, those word arts? I've done it in my NVC thing, but like make art and it's words. So it's just like, like you make a shape with the words. That might be cool with that. Just put all those words in there in some kind of cool shape and they're all different. Like you write them different. But right. it's, that's a powerful way to like put a message like that out. Yeah. And so like 
ultimately that's what we're kind of doing. If we're on the path going up to the panoramic view means that we have to have all these little, you know, balance of these ingredients in our psyche at our disposal to use at given times, you know, and, and there's a balance like humbleness, you know, um, what's the other one? Um, you know, there's, there's a bunch of them. Mindfulness, uh, you know, uh, just, just the good qualities that make a good human being, you know. So that's that. And then the other thing I want to talk about was the um, Japan thing. Oh, okay. So in Japan, uh, they're called what's leftover women, women that didn't get married, have no Leftover kids. women? They call them leftover women. Rude. I know it doesn't make them feel good, but... Uh, and <laughs> plus, they're basically, um, you know, as, as single women... Um, and they, they interview them too, which yeah. is kind of cool. Like, why haven't you found anybody? And I believe this is part of, you know, the problem with men and women getting together. And I would say at this point, if a man feels this way, he's probably coming from a single woman household, not from a masculine presence in the house to be thinking like women like this. Um, and it's just basically, well, you know, I, I met a guy. And little does she know these guys, the guys, I mean, many of these women said they had relationships and, and they were asked, why didn't they work? And well, you know, he's a nice guy, very good guy, this, this, and that. But over time, uh, he just didn't meet my expectations. I thought I could do better, you know, and, and I think um, this is a new women pro issue because women without men or logic and reason in their lives tend to believe in the fairy tales, more prone to the fairy tale thinking right that this thing is going to come together i'm looking for love um leaving marriages leaving relationships thinking it's going to get better and the grass is always greener syndrome is and, and women are hypergamous they want to be you know their level or higher just mm -hmm. biologically they want to go and that makes sense mm -hmm. you know they want the best male they can get yeah um but they forget that time is short and they actually have to decide on something and of course i i having talked to a few women like they they get real antsy when you when you put a clock you remind them of the clock right because the clock is the equalizer death that's what don juan always said use death as an advisor because it helps you stay motivated like this is going to end let me not think so i if i if i want to think silly thoughts and fairy tales that's fine if i was going to live forever but some decisions actually have to be made and you actually have to commit to something and develop it and it's probably not going to look like what you thought it was, right? That's being a mature adult, you know? Um, so I think that's probably a, a lot of um, the disease of the mind in Western culture. It's like the grass is always greener syndrome. Yeah, like you're always looking for something better. This is boring. Um, to me, being bored is immaturity because I don't get bored. Um, Just because you don't do it means it's immature? Well, I think it's immature because you there's a to, to get bored to where you're going to make silly choices that aren't beneficial because you're bored you know everybody's allowed to run their life into the ditch you know that's that's the freedom of it all and but i'm about trying to make you understand about your desires and why you're thinking this way and maturity is to understand that it's not always you know wedding cake and fairy tales in relationships so well like, then what's the cutoff right because there is like there's the grass is greener syndrome which i've succumbed to we all do right we all do. but then there's also I did accept the first person that came and we're not a match and I can do better. So like, how do you ascertain when, when it is, yes, when it is like, yeah, you should do better and, and end this and go on or no stick with it through this hard time because the grass is not greener. 
When is the how that's, do you tell when the grass is green and when it's not? Great, that's the that's the rubber meets road question. So, I would say, go well, first and foremost, put this ingredient in. There's nobody perfect. No matter who you meet, they're going to be a pattern eventually after the the sex is is is, is dying down. They're going to be a pattern. Now, do you want to work with that pattern, with your pattern, right? At some point, because TikTok is always behind everything. So that's the equalizer to make you say, okay, when do I wait? Like, do I wait until my 80s or 90s, you know, to find somebody? You know, when? You know, um, I don't know. I have no answers for this, but this is the question I'm posing. Because I want everybody. What is the question? The question is, like you said, when do I know that I don't want to work on this with this person? Because I think I can do better. But you're not sure. You don't know who you're going to meet in the future. But this has been established to some degree in this person. That's why I say the the um, sex thing is basically saying, okay, now we got that out of the way. Now let's find out if this can actually work outside of the sex. Mm-hmm. right? So the sex is probably the first thing that, you know, okay, that that's good. And then I I don't know. I, I see a few women that if I didn't run from, I could have developed that and it could have been something. Right? Mm. But I was still believing that there's, there's some kind of, yeah. You know, what, what did I say last time? Uh, autopilot bliss. Like, mm. it's going to be less bumps, less things that I have to deal with, right? I'm looking for that, which now as I mature, I realize it doesn't exist. Nobody's perfect. But, but is there someone perfect for you? That, I mean, that sounds great and it makes me feel fuzzy. <laughs> but it's probably not true, right? I mean, that's I don't know whole, if it's not true. I don't know I don't if it's know not either. true. I'm not saying anywhere. That's a fairy tale, though, that, that right? That's that, that's a tricky one. Good. Yeah. Is there a soulmate? Is there someone perfect for you? Um, a lot of the guys I listen to say that, that doesn't exist. There's a certain people that are going to be compatible with you and you got to find them. Yeah. Even, yeah. I guess it's who's most perfect for you. I guess it's tight. I mean, there's just compatibility ratios, mm-hmm. you know. There's like if you could find that person who's physically compatible, uh, mentally compatible, values are compatible, astrological temperament, temper. Like there's a lot of things that I guess it's like you want to aim for as many of those you can tick off, and it's probably like a ratio. And if you find someone who like ticks them all off, then maybe that's just whatever a soulmate is. But I don't know. Yeah. So when do it. you throw the towel in? When do you go and develop this thing? Like I know how- when I do it, and I do it too early probably, but it's when I think that I understand where they want to go in life and it's not where I want to go. When I think that they will settle for a lifestyle that is nowhere near where I want to go for. And when that happens, I'm usually, my attraction dies um, and I don't believe that people change for the better very often. So I, 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 I usually end, but that's led me to being single most of the time. I mean, I had relationships, but never any super long-term ones. So, so basically what you're saying is you have expectations of, you know, well, you, you could say it, it's not an expectation. You're saying, Hey, they're not willing to come up here or at least as, you know, aspire to be somewhere where I'm going or at least submit to me and say, I'll go where you go. Fuck my dreams. I mean, what I think, and which I think is part of the problem too, because when women seek their own dreams out, what they're finding is, uh, if 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 they were designed to complement a man and they choose not to do that, then you really can't build anything with them. 
you know, and I'm, that's how, where I'm coming to with most Western women. If they have that mentality and they're not going to get on my page, what can I build with them? Well, I, I think I, that's a question I'm posing yeah, to you. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I think it's a balance too. So I don't think, well, I, I guess my thoughts are, um, you can, you can have a woman who's pursuing her own, her own dreams and you, and you can have a relationship, but I don't think you can have kids. I don't think you can have a woman pursuing her dream. You will have kids. You're pursuing your dream and you have a happy, healthy, functional family. No, I think well, if you're going to have kids, your woman needs to, or you do, but probably her, probably that's how we're designed. Every, you know, there's different variations. Yeah, if you're of beta, then you do it. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I would say for me personally, like, yeah, if she was willing to just devote to raising the kids, I'm devoted to uh, conquering the world. That's a winning combination. But if she's trying to conquer her dreams and I'm trying to conquer my dreams and we got kids, the kids are going to get neglected. It's going to be tough. But if we don't have kids, now we got some free time. I actually want her to be going pursuing some dreams because I don't want to be spending all my time hanging out. I'm going to be pursuing dreams. So she can either help me with my dreams or she could have some of her own dreams and, we, and they could be like compatible. So what do you right, think about so if that? She, if she's on your program... You don't have to be around her a lot. She's going to be taking care of you and understand that you have to be away doing your thing. So she would like, to me, like I look at it, there's two ways a woman can operate because a lot of what's happening is women are going through their, their growth right now about the burden of freedom. Right? So, uh, most of the time too, this like listening to Kevin and many uh, people that have women that have come on these shows and, and asked certain questions, you find a lot of times like I'm, I, I have my career. And then you find out they just have a job. A career is like a lawyer or a doctor. They have a whole career, but most of these women are saying they just have a job and, and they, and they talk a bigger game than they are. Like, I want to, I want to be an entrepreneur and be a millionaire. And so many people say that so many, so many. And most of us, we all know, like they're just going to live average lives. You know, once they come to terms with it, but when they have their own discontent and they still want to believe, I want to think of the world the way I want to. And I'm going to be this entrepreneur. TikTok is going by. Things aren't happening. You've seen that. Like, you know, uh, you know, many old girl back, uh, you know, in Cali, you know, she wants to be a dancer, but she doesn't put the time in. Right. Or old girl with the step on, you know, wants to be an actress, doesn't want to put that real time in. Right. But they, you know, they want it, but they don't really do it. So, I think there's a lot of those people out there, both sides, but I'm just talking in terms of women right now, is a lot of them like to just be in that space of my dreams are still possible, but if I get locked down in a man and, and do this, which is what's going to bring them that happiness, because when old age comes... But what about you? How come you want to focus on women? What about you? Um, me, what? Like, we're focusing on what what's their issues are, but why? why? Why are you so passionate about focusing on the plight of women? Well, because I'm looking at why relationships aren't working, why everything's in the decline. And there's reasons for it, you know? And so... So you think it's more women's fault? I would say just just because they're just exploring freedom. You know, it's it's all... Like, I'm not judging where they go and what they do, but I can at least study the outcomes and the so, manifestation. So, so you're saying... Okay, go ahead. So, yeah. So the Japanese women, you know, they're basically... I'm not prepared to retire because they're not going to make enough money. So they're overloading the Japanese system. So there's this whole documentary on it. What does that mean, overloading the system? Because it, somebody has to take care of them when they age. And if they didn't prepare for old age, like Marlene, mm -hmm. you know, she's taxing the system. She put nothing into it, and now she's being taken care of. 
and that can only go on for so long. So you're saying they get they, these women in Japan are reaching an age where they didn't they don't have someone to take care of them, so the government has to take care of them. Yeah. Now there's so many of them; it's like this phenomenon yeah. that is occurring where all these women can't take care of themselves, and the government has to take care of them. It's overburdening, yeah. and it's the just system. overburdening the system. And um, you know, and so and when you when you when they were interviewing why they couldn't get a mate is it was just unrealistic expectations too high uh and, and these women are like plain women talking about oh well he didn't live up to me. i thought i could do better you're an average woman what do you you know what's an average woman what do you mean i just not that you know crazy pretty but like expecting all this you know this ridiculousness this perfect thing and you're going to wait it out instead of get somebody who's suitable for you make a family and get on with your life Right. I think there's something to be said, like when a lot of times, like average women feel like settling for an average. You mean average looking men, women or women? Not just average. It's like average in income, average in looks, average in um, just what we all are, like five, four. Average woman is five, four. Average man is five, ten. You know, average, just average, average income, average stuff. Right. Okay. But with the with the media and all this, all these influences that can seduce you. You will wait out for something that you'll never get, or even if you get it, you probably can't keep it, and you pass up on suitable things that will be good for you. You know what I mean? So I think, without saying, I'm just I'm all for everybody either driving their life up to the mountain and seeing the panoramic, or driving it into a ditch. You have that freedom. I'm just pointing out, like, oh, look at the statistics: marriages are less, things are overburdening. Um, Kevin would always point out, like, he had a system to help women understand, like. Ma'am, you only have a job. That's not a career. You only make this much money. You're not going to have the 1.2 million if you go on your own and never get married. You're not going to have enough. And together with a man who makes 50 and you make 50, that's 100,000. Together we can build something and, and build a family that can take care of us, right? Instead of the system taking care of us on our own. And most of the time men are on the street. I'm seeing a lot of women on the street now. I can't tell you like uh, where I do my um, my storage. Um Behind it, there's another business, and then there's this place behind the storage. It's a little nook, and a bunch of women are there just sleeping, you know. I'm like, and Kevin was always talking about that. Generation X will be the first time we'll see more women homeless because they didn't. So just basically learning about how things are going teaches me what's actually going on and what's important. I think um, men and women getting together and having families helps you because your family members will help you when you're old and take the burden off the state. You know, it's just a, it's just a natural process. So we're moving away from that. I don't know. I'm not judging anybody. I'm saying these are what I'm studying. And, uh, and as I move and deal with women, I'm realizing, Oh God. So, Oh, this is another thing. Let's, um, so another topic and, uh, the whole friend zoning thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I believe like, so when a woman friend zones you, but she likes hanging out with you, mm -hmm. what do you think that is? That's the male allowing himself to be friend zoned. Okay. There it is. Yeah. He created the, he created the circumstances and she is taking advantage of the circumstances the male created because as soon as you let a woman know your intention that you are attractive. I'm only hanging out with you right. because I one day want to have sex with you. Or, or, right. or that's, I'm interested in you like that. Am I clear? She's going to be like, uh, bye, don't come around. 
or be like, okay, well, let's find out. And now you're not in the friend zone and you can never be in the friend zone unless you choose. There it is. Okay. We agree. Cause I was like, um, like even, you know, my sister with, uh, her ex, mm-hmm. right. We were talking about this cause I was like, okay, now I'm, I'm done with ever being friend zone. You can try to put me in your world. You want to place me there. I'm not going to be there. I'm going to, it's going to be an empty seat. Um, <laughs> Uh, I only, I want to be in your world, the guy who gets fucked or I'm not going to be there. Right? So, um, so she was saying, um, so we were talking about, I was like, you know, my attention and time, or, you know, you ever heard that term meet money, attention, energy, and time. So I have a choice where I put that you money, want energy, attention, time, time right? Okay. My meat. And of course you can choose who you sleep with. I choose where I put my meat. Right. Whoa. I know that's slow down there, buddy. Come on now. (laughs) So if you don't, you know, give me what I'm looking for, no foul. I'm just gone. Right. Yeah. And that's, and so I think that's, but what I'm fascinated with is, you know, you hear women like I'm, I, I, I want to have sex or, you know, I miss sex. Basically they're saying, I'll hang out with you. We could be having sex, but I'd rather not have sex. And hang out with you. So you're blaming the woman. I blame no, no, the man no, for I'm that. Not, I'm not blaming the woman. No? I, I blame the man yeah. too, actually. I'm just okay. saying, but I'm just, I'm trying to understand, like, you have this option. You like hanging out. Why would you not seize it? Because it's not their role to initiate sex. It's up the man. So the man is not initiating. And you know what I mean? Like, it's up to her now? It's up no, to no, her? No. To- I'm just saying, like. Well, that's what you're saying. Though. You're saying, why are you not seizing this opportunity? There's a man in the room. Why are you not having sex? Because he has not initiated and is not up to the woman to initiate so if he's not initiating and he's like okay i'm gonna be the male presence what is she gonna that's not that she's gonna be turned on she's not turned right. on if she's turned on she's probably gonna initiate but guess what a beta male a dude who says i just want to be your friend and hang out is not right. gonna turn her on so unless she gets turned on she probably ain't gonna initiate nothing right and it's not her role so again so like i'm only putting that in the backdrop of the women that hang out with you and immediately want to get down so they are seizing the moment, like wow, let's. No, yeah, but but that's because that, that happens because either like they let you know in the beginning that right. you're not going in the friend zone, right? So sometimes women will do that; they'll come on to you, which is honestly not ideal. Like I don't like that. I don't like it when a woman comes on too strong because really well, hot she, women don't do that. I'm not even not saying women. too strong. It's just that they. Uh, well, I'm just saying at all. Like like literally, I would ideally the woman let you know just a little bit. She oh she cracks the door a little bit with a with a look or not. That's enough. I'm a man. That's enough. You know what I mean? If you I have, would even say though, it's like they don't have to do it overtly, or you know, um, they just have to be in the vicinity. Like you could tell, like some women will just be close enough to you to to make the move. If they're not doing that. You're still putting it on them, I think. It sounds like to me you're putting it on them. Well, I'm just saying, okay, so my, I'm not putting it on anybody. I'm just saying it's the man's fault. Like, I press, you don't give it to me, I'm out. That's bottom line. Yes. And so that's where I'm at now. That's why I had to re- But it sounds like what you're, to me what it sounds like you're saying is- I'm just trying to look from their point of view. Like, their point of view, um, when they like a guy. So every girl that tried to put me in the friend zone maybe opened up their energy to another guy in a certain way. Mm Mm-hmm which allowed him to feel good about it. So my whole thing is like, what's going on there um, when the guy who they let in or were more proactive toward, just for whatever reason, I don't even know what, it's many reasons for whatever. Mm-hmm. They were, that was the day they were in the mood to be open to do that or you know they liked the guy, you know whatever the case. So they have that within them. Um, so uh, when they don't do it to another guy, 
Um, and that guy could probably blow your back out and you'd be happy with the sex too. All right, so let me pause. So you say when they don't do it to another guy, that's why I say you're putting the responsibility on them. You're saying when they don't do it to, it's not about them doing anything. It's about the man doing something. So if they give it up to some guy, the guy probably flirted with them right off the bat. It was like, hey, I think you're sexy. I like you. And now they know what, what stage it is. The other guy is like, I want to be your friend, right? It's, it's, the, it's the other approach. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not here to be sexual. I'm going to be your friend, even though they really want to have sex. And so they, it's a game and it doesn't work. And, but, but now they'll, like, women are willing to be our friends. They will. A woman, uh, some women like having male friends, right? So mm-hmm. We don't want women friends. It doesn't really work doesn't work for us but i think it does kind of work for women because we'll do things we're handy we don't talk that much you know what i mean but it doesn't work the other way so if a man says i want to be your friend a woman's like okay but if a woman's like i want to be your friend we're like we don't want that so when you say they don't do it that's why i'm saying well, you're no, blaming no. them i'm not I'm, I'm just observing that sometimes like i've seen nicole you know our family member females uh when they don't like a guy it's like shut off when they like a guy the guy doesn't even do anything they're just open yeah, but so, if that guy doesn't acknowledge that, take advantage of that, right? Right. Then he get, he can get friend zoned if he doesn't take advantage. Of it. But if he takes advantage of it, he sees it, he recognizes it. Oh, I like you. He he verbally says something or lets them know. Yes, I see what's going on here. I want more of that. But or, or they don't. Like even when a girl opens to you, and and you don't respond in that way, you can get friend zoned because after a while, they, the the door closes. It's, that that window's not open that long, especially if she's hot. It's like a moment. Well, basically, all I'm saying is, yeah, on the male side, but on the female side, they do consciously open the door to men, and they they rate men basically, even if he didn't do anything. Because um, I've been on that side. Okay, a woman can see she's gonna. I go over and talk to her. It goes down. It's yeah. just I don't even have to do much. I just go talk to her. Yeah, but that's enough. But but it's not just just going and talk. I talk to you big, right? It sounds small, but it's actually pretty big. It's not the easiest thing just to go up to a strange woman and talk, even when you get the look. So it takes a certain amount of balls to do that. And then when you talk, are you talking as if, hey, because I'm a man and I know both. I've done both. So you can go talk and just be like, I'm, I'm and, and, and we think we've been taught that what women want is a nice guy, right? So we try to be a nice guy. And we've been taught that in some ways it's wrong to hit on women, right? That's, a, that's like a thought, like it's wrong to express sexual interest in a woman. So we're like, I'm going to be the proper thing. I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm just going to talk. I'm not going to give any hints of sexuality. That doesn't work. And, and, and when you do that, you don't get the sex, right? Except for very rare things. But not from like a hot woman who's in high demand. She's like, right. you, I, I gave you the look and I'm talking to you. If you don't know what that means, that's a turnoff. And now you're done. So it's like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's Even when they get the opportunity, it's still up to the man. So if the man doesn't do it, I don't blame the women at all on that. To me, it's like, it's not, if, if anyone gets friend zone, it's 100%. One, and to me, it's 100%. I agree. I, I totally agree. The women can, and the women want to treat you as a friend. That's fine because like, it is fun to hang out with women, right? But who's got time to have women friends? Like if you have a woman that is your lover, you ain't got no time to go hang out with the woman. Like you should be hanging out with your woman. You can't have no women friends. You got a career. You got a life to conquer. You got to work out. You got your hobby. Like you don't have time for women friends. So, but a woman does, can, she, she can be, but we don't, what we, it doesn't work for us. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're, they're faultless in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not trying to put fault on anything. I'm just acknowledging that they do own who they 
put their vibe to. They do do that consciously for a guy who's not even putting. In- what's the I, I, what, what's your I don't, why is that relevant? So they own what's your, I don't, what's the point? I don't well, understand. No, no, they still have to be um, if they continue to make the wrong decisions in men that damage them, um, and they'll friend zone a good man. Right? No, no, they don't friend zone. Well, the don't man friend zoned himself. Well, well, they didn't put that same vibe out to the good man. No, that's not true. They no, probably no, did. It, no, it no. is true. It is true. Because they didn't. Okay, let me be more specific. I disagree. They didn't put it out overtly like they did to the guy. I disagree because the guy probably missed it. Or like, if a friend zone guy is gonna miss it, I don't agree. With and that. it's a process. It's not like oh, right, that. It's they, 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 they. Generally, women are way more savvy. They throw a little. You give a little back. They go a little more. A little more. Boom, 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 boom. And then man, it looks like overt, but. It's not over. If they throw a little and you it goes over the dude's head, they're not going further. You know what I mean? But if they go, give you a look, you give a look back and a smile. They give you a bigger smile. You give her a smile. You go over and talk to her. She touches you. You touch her back even more. That's a process. It's up to, but, but, the, but, so they'll open a little bit, but they're not just going to open well, the door I'm, wide open. That's not how life works. Well, no, I, I've seen it work with like. I'm telling you, dude, it's a process. No, I, I get it too, but I've also seen Nicole, I mean, our family members go out and they're just like, they're just doing all this stuff. And that they wouldn't do for another guy. Yeah, but I'm telling, we're having a different. So I'm, no, I'm saying it's not just all at once. It's a process. And if the guy misses the first thing, right? Like the door do does you, not. How do you miss all the, you know, like the smiles and that's easier. But my whole question is not about placing blame. It's about why do they, and you're saying that uh, there's, okay, to be specific, they're going to open up to, to, if they value a man. For whatever reason, he has all those attributes. She's going to give a vibe that's so much more inviting and appealing. And the guy that may be suitable for her, he might not do that. He might move a little differently. Um, uh, and I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. You have to make strong moves so they know they're not confused. Because I've seen that in the past. Like I'm more cool-headed, and I'll come in, and they'll be like, okay, he's not going for anything. Yeah, I don't know what he wants. I don't know what he wants. Yeah. Right. And I'm just kind of getting to know you. And so that's why I say I have to reset everything to make sure I do everything early, very quickly and and assertively. And then I'm just going to back off of it. But they'll know for sure. There'll be no. So if we continue on, I'm going to make sure I can hang out with you a couple of times without having anything. But if it doesn't escalate, I'm out. Like I'm going to give it a little time, but I'm not going to give it too much time. You know, and I think that's what's going to keep them in place too. Like, if more men did that and didn't get friend zone, it would make them maybe make better decisions. Like, oh shit, men aren't wasting around. If I don't give it up and I give it up to this bullshit nigga, and then I I make this guy wait and this this and that, and you know they both made moves or like or you know uh, this guy's starting to try to escalate, but I'm keeping him at bay because I don't want him to think I'm a hoe. But this guy, I know he it has no chance. I'll sleep with him and give it all to him, you know. But this guy I believe in, and so I'm going to make him and so. That's the men's fault again because you don't tolerate that. As a good man, you don't even tolerate that. Like, I'm not going to wait for you, girl. You're going to give the pussy to him and make me wait? I'm not going to wait. So I'm going to move on. And that's, that's what, we're, we're, you know, because what pussy's worth waiting for? Let's, let's not be so harsh with Okay, I'm just saying, what vagina's mm-hmm. worth waiting for? None. I, I don't even like that. I mean, is that, is that all it is? It's, 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 let's say, what relationship? I mean, we know a sex is relationship, but it's not, we don't, we just well, want pure sex. We I want think, well, like well, a relationship, I would right? say... When a woman gives you sex, she respects you. There's a there's, a, there's some kind of respect that she has for you. She's giving you sex. Yeah. She's giving you. It's her like body. the most sacred. One of the so most sacred to, things. So to they friend can zone do. you is kind of disrespectful. You friend zone yourself. Well, for sure. But so then, so then okay. it's not okay. That's what I'm talking. Well, okay. pause, pause. Okay, okay. This is what I'm talking about. You keep saying you're not doing it, but you're doing it. You keep saying I'm not blaming them, but you are. You just said when they friend zone you. No, you friend zone yourself. 
They don't friend zone you. You friend zone yourself. A man cannot get friend zoned. He can friend zone himself. That's it. Because how can you get friend zoned? You're like, hey, I like you. I want to get with you. They're like, no, but do you want to hang out? No. <laughs> you can get friend zoned. I mean, I can't argue with that. You so know, so I- stop blaming him, please. Your wordage is blaming him. You keep saying you're not, but you are. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. As your cousin, okay. I'm telling okay, you. That's fine. And uh, that's a deep thing. And I think it's, it's, that's important to adjust. Stop blaming them for that. Because it's 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 not it's not their fault. I'm not blaming. I'm, there's no blame. I'm just saying. Well, I'm, you're giving I'm, them the responsibility. You said when a woman friend zones you, that's not well, possible. I, I'm just making her aware of her choices that she's no. making. She's making choices. No, no, the man is making the choice. No, no, she's making choices too. She's she's making, no. She's making offers. She's saying, I will, do you want to be friends? No, no. Okay, her offer is this guy over here gets it quick because I don't believe there's any future in it. This no. guy I believe in, so I'm going to offer something, but no, I want, that, I want that to move slower. That's oversimplifying. That, that does happen, but you're saying like those are the two options. That's not the two options. No, no, I'm just saying two extreme options. I, there's all this stuff in the middle. Who yeah. knows? Okay. But I'm just saying the two extreme options. So she's saying, hey, I, I want to move slower with you because I believe this is something. Or she's really trying to play you or whatever gets... But that's not how you get friend zoned. No, no, I know If she says, I'm moving slow with you, that's already because you've declared your intent. I want to be with you. I like you. And she's like, okay, let's move slow. Now we're dating and courting. That's different than getting friend zoned. Friend zoned is, you are never... I am never going to have sex with you. But I will spend time with you. As much time as you will allow. As much time as I call and you answer and we talk and all this stuff. That's being friend zoned. To get more specific, you want to move slower with me. And I don't want to move that slow. So that, again, goes back to the man. We move on. Exactly. There it is. So okay. you can't get friend zoned. Yeah, you can't get friend zoned. She, so, 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 I, I totally believe that. But, Fundamentally, I, I totally yeah, but, believe but that. But she will give opportunity. So she's not friend zoned. She's giving you the opportunity to be a friend. And you're saying, I don't want to be friends. I'm not here to be your friend. I don't have time to be your friends. We can be friend like We can be friendly, but I'm not going to be your homie. We're not going to be homies. Or, so, like I would even say, if... And I'm open to be a friend with a female, but in my... my um, our busy lives. Yeah, it's a fantasy. If you want to be a friend, then you're going to have to put that effort in because without sex and friend, friends with benefits, I'm not interested in that for me personally. That's what I'm not looking for. Yeah. So if you want to be friends, I like you. I like hanging out with you. But you're going to have to find a way to fit into my world if you just want friendship. And that's where I put it on there. You want friendship. That's fine. And I like you. Yeah. I'm not going to be like hanging out with you like that. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, mean, I do enjoy your company just like yeah. another dude. And if if if, if, uh, if uh, some of the friends I do like hanging out, if they were trying to press and hang out with me, I'd probably eventually hang out with them, but not a lot. But yeah. I'd hang out with them yeah. because I like you know. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I'm not trying to blame. I just want to make women aware of their point, uh, what they're doing, so they can have some game to get the man that you actually want that is a good guy. I, I just went back I, to I, blaming I, them. You want, saying, wait, wait, wait you said you want you want to make I'm, I'm you want to make them aware of what they're doing. No, I just want them. I want to give women game because to get the guy that you actually believe you don't make him wait to you know you still got to keep him motivated if you see as a woman that that guy is this future in it and you like him enough and but the thing is not to make him not get anything you know you have to feed him with some kind of escalation of um affection if you like him you know what i mean you you can't you have to do something i i don't believe i'm what I'm saying is women have a responsibility to somewhat be proactive to some degree for the what they want in this life because tick-tock, tick-tock, you know what I mean? And again, most That's our men, role. I, just most, don't, I don't agree. I believe it's I our think role. they should be, I think they're open. They're the receiver. They're like, they're like the receiver waiting for the call. They don't need to make any calls. They just need to be there, the, the receiver, right? That's even sex. They, they receive. 
It's up to us to make it. But if they were like, I feel like, you know. I think that would have worked better back in the day when it was, when there was all, wasn't all this social media. I think now if people want to believe in fairy tales, like for any fairy tale, if they still going to hold out for what they could probably never get, they don't even know how to self-evaluate what, where they stand in the market. They say, shoot for the stars and go for it and don't settle. So if they're coming with that mantra, it's up to them to understand time is not on their side. And they do, in this new world, have to put some proactivity in it because, for one, oh, there was another thing um, that I wanted to talk about is this new movement of men not helping women when they see them getting beat or raped or something like that. Like, hey, I don't want to get involved with that. You know, back in the day, men would be more this or that, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, I'm saying the old... I still, I'm old school. I believe in the, the roles, but as the roles are changing and you want to play this, then you're going to have to be more proactive because now we're going into ideas instead of our biology and trusting it. Like for men like us, we know, we don't care what you're thinking. The biology still works, overrides all that. You just don't know it, right? We still move like that. But if they want a little game in this new world and how they want to behave, they have to actually put a little energy in focusing where they give their feminine attention in this new world, not the past. Cause I'm, I'm talking about this new world. I don't, I don't care. New world or world. I don't think it, I mean, I, I guess we're just have different viewpoints on this. I, I think that there it's, it's just not all they need to do is just live their life and, and go about their day and men are going to hit them. And the men that are not hitting on them are not going to get, uh, get with them. Because it's because the women very rare, an attractive, high quality woman does not go around hitting on men very often. Maybe one time some dude stokes their biology and they make it really clear. That's very rare, and that's gonna be some some super good looking dude or, or who's just in the moments like those are those are the anomalies. Those are not the normal. The normal is a woman is just going about her day, and some men make offers. Many men make offers. Every once in a while they say yes. Now if the men and now a man who's not making offers is not going to get received because he's not making no offers. He's not taking no risks. They don't got to they don't got to change anything. All they got to do is just live their life and well, that's men why are going to disagree with that for sure. Yeah, they got to they got to do something. They got to do something. And they do do something. If you look at at the truth and how they operate, they do make choices. Well, they make choices, and but I I'm think, not saying they got to do I also think they miss a lot too because they give they make bad choices. They miss a lot of great opportunities that were suitable for them. In my opinion, well, I mean, I think it's. I, th- I think this focus on what they're doing wrong is is a I'm, I'm futile. At, like, I, I look at both sides. I'm not like this is not one sided. I've already analyzed man's side and female side. I, you know, you have to be able to uh, anal- analyze what they're doing. They're doing something, and they're missing out on a lot because this numbers show they're more single than ever by themselves, dying alone. So something's going on. I don't know. Well, you're talking about in Japan. Well, everywhere here in America too. Most women are, are, are single now, not married. Marriage is going down. So basically, women are waiting out. And I think that's, I think with freedom, they now have to make choices because it was already established what it was before. Now it's not. And if they have all kinds of ideas in their head, which is keeping them from great, suitable situations for them, and they continually make bad choices, okay. I think it's still, I think it's the man's fault. I think it's the more beta males. We have more beta males than ever. We're being, the men are being feminized. Men are not being aggressive. Men are taught, don't hit on women. It's bad. And this is a strong, this is a strong message we get growing up. I got growing up. And that's the problem. These women who are like, whatever they're doing, the career minded, they'll still like fall in love. 
they'll still like when when a strong man comes terms. What do you mean on their terms? Because they won't change unless you can make them change. So they're not going to change. The divorce, if the divorce rate is going up, less babies are being born and less marriages. What does that tell you? How do you interpret that? I interpret that as men are not doing their job. Like men are not being masculine enough and like handling their business. They're trying, they're being feminized. They're not being masculine. When you, when you have a masculine man who's going to attract his woman and it's going to be natural and we're busting too many nuts and watching too many porn and we don't know how to act and we don't know how to, we don't do that. I think that's the main thing because if the women were all crazy and all that stuff, but we were bright, we would still, there would be more marriage. If the men were right, things would be balanced. Even it would get balanced. Right now the men aren't right, so the women are right. That's what I yeah. think. That's my I opinion. say um, no promiscuous women, no promiscuous men. You know, um, They keep it in order because they raise the standard of what men need to do. You know, Wait, I don't understand. No promiscuous women. So if women are promiscuous and just giving it up so easily, then there won't be any promiscuous men. They kind of control the standard. So I, I guess we just have a fundamental proof. I feel, yeah, it yeah. seems like you you blame the women more I don't and blame, I blame the men. No, I, I, I do blame. I blame the men. The problems well, with I it blame, are men. If we, weren't, if we weren't fucking up, things would be equal. It's like in a household. If the household is, un, if the household is out of whack, it's the man's fault. If he's coming pure and strong and masculine, laying down the law, being thorough... The women, there's no room for the woman to be uh, messing the family. It, it won't work. Well, I, I, but I, if if he's weak and he's not taking control, then the woman gets out of control. Then there's this chaos. It's up to us to bring order to chaos. And when we bring order, there won't be chaos. Women are naturally more chaotic. That's part of their beauty. They're feminine. They are flowing like a river. It's like you don't try to control. You, you don't fight that. You accept that's the feminine nature. So they're going to be doing all kinds of silly shit. That's, that's feminine energy. It's up to us. So when things are out of whack, it's our fault. Because if we were not out of whack, they can't be out of whack. But if we're out of whack, everything's out of whack. That's what I'm saying. No, I mean, I, I, I totally get that. Um, that's for sure. But um, I, yeah, I, do, I believe uh, both parties have a responsibility to mature and see how things work. You know, um, to, to, to exonerate them you know, is to me is, is not, you know, both sides. Cause again, if most houses over time, feminism came through less men in the house. And we don't even talk about this. If, if most women, 80% of the time leave marriages, why is that outside of the extreme shit abuse, this, this, and that? Well, first of all, I don't know if that data is true. I'd have to look at the I, I data. Looked it because, up. I mean, I mean so, this could be looked it up. Doesn't, yeah. I mean, who, how, what was the question? There's a lot, there's a lot. This because a study well, says it doesn't mean it's true, but we can take it at its face value, but I'm not saying I know that it's I've true. I've heard it from many different people. And so, I mean, so you're saying what, that 80% of marriages 80, are initiated by women? Yeah, initiated by women. And mostly it's money. Well, and so, like statistically, it's mostly money. Yeah, but uh, but but a lot. Okay, so but this this it's it's a, it's a super simplification because a lot of times, like in my last relationship, it was initiated by the woman, but it was also because I wasn't in love, and I and it was obvious. So though it was initiated by her, it was based on my actions. If I had was in love, she would have never initiated. Or if you would have, the minute you realized you weren't going to be in love, you got out of there quick. Yeah, well, I was taking I was taking more time. I was wasn't in a right. rush because I was like, all right, this is chill. So let's right. go on. But they're like, no, no, no. I know what I want, and I want love, and it's not this. So it shouldn't. So you know what I mean. So, so there's more details. Yeah. So like, so if it's mostly money or yeah, boredom or this or that, we fell out of love, this, this, and that. Um, again, we go back to the question. If marriage is to death to us part, that means we don't give up. We This is part of the journey of all this. So uh, I think a big part of it is too, is porn, is busting nuts. When a man is busting his nuts, he is not as attracted to his woman. He's not as tolerant to his woman. So he's distant. He doesn't care. But when he saves it, he has this virility 
He's hungry for his woman. He loves her feminine energy because he's already like got all this, like the more testosterone and the more calm you're keeping, the more masculine you are naturally. You don't have to think about it. You just are. It, you're exuded. And you, you, and you need to balance with your woman. You crave her. But now when you're busting nuts all the time, no, you're more feminine. So what about when you're having sex and busting nuts? So you don't, just, even when you just don't bust no, nuts, either with jacking no. off or with well, Jacking off is worse because it is a different experience. You know right. what I mean? Like it's a different physiological experience. But still definitely don't bust nuts even your sex all the time. Oh, I, I think see. like once a month. I see. I see it's a special saying. occasion when you do that. Ah. So you can have, and then you can have sex all day right. without busting nuts. You bust a nut. I don't know about you, but for me, if I bust a nut once, I'm, I'm probably not having sex again that day. Maybe, maybe twice. But like that's not a regular thing. But if I don't bust a nut, I can have sex all day, every day. And I'm hungry for it. I love it. I see. Yeah, that, and, that makes sense. And I want to go out of my way. I'll drive. I'll go see you. I'll take you on dates. But if I'm busting nuts, uh, I'm just, what are you going to do? Uh, what do you want to do? I don't know. I just want to, you know, just hang out. I'm going to go do some other shit. Right. That's when I'm busting nuts. If I'm not busting, I'm like, hey, let's go here. I, I thought about this. I got a plan. <laughs> we, I, I looked it up. I saw there's three things going on. There's this, this, and this. Are any of those exciting? Okay, you want to do that? Okay, let's do that. I'll be there. This, I, I do all that. Right. And that's how a relationship lives. And I, I'm, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that's how a marriage lives. Like what what she was saying is like, how do you keep the love alive? The flame. That's and, one way. And I do think, uh, I think that's one of the immaturities too. Like people get set in their ways and and forget that they there's upkeep. There's yes keeping it like keeping yourself fit, keeping yourself going out, keeping yourself you know not just you know all that stuff deadens a relationship and then it just gets boring you know. Yeah. So. Again, it's also too when you bust nuts, like you work out more too. You don't. You like when you when you don't bust nuts, you um, you you don't want to sit and watch TV. You got too much juice. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You don't yeah. want to like you. You can't be doing these stupid things. I find just the just the cleansing. I have no desire. Yeah, you know, it's like I just have no desire. Like I, I just feel like there's so much cleansing going on. I just don't even. I even if I try to think about it, it there's some kind of protection. That doesn't let let me go there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? and it's weird, right? And when you do it more, it feeds it more. The more you indulge, the more you want to live an indulgent lifestyle. And it, it becomes more appetizing. The more you cleanse, the more you naturally don't want to do that stupid, lazy, indulgent stuff that doesn't benefit anybody. Doesn't benefit anybody, you know? So... I think that's huge, man. I think you know, it's one of the biggest things. You're right. And, and like I said, I'm not, I, I, it might sound like I'm coming trying to find blame, but I also, I'm trying to isolate and locate the problems between men and women. So if, if most of us were born with no men in the house, it makes sense. It's taking us time to be yeah. masculine, yeah. trust in masculinity. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, you know, so there's I, a war on masculinity. I, I say, yeah, I'm, yeah. And, and, and so, um, just to to be aware, like men and women, understand what's actually happening, you know, um, and do your best to make sure you find a suitable mate before this is over with. Be realistic, be practical, but then also be keep your standards high, but be practical, be you know down to earth, be humble, you know, and be mature enough to know that it's not fun all the time. But you know, I don't know. It's just it seems like everybody's chasing, um, you know. Uh, the bliss, the the autopilot bliss, and it really doesn't exist, but it still feels good to believe it and and go for it and think it exists, other than sit with somebody that you have to develop something with and go through the good and bad times with, you know. Because as many relationships you had, and I noticed like, you know, when you're done, you're done. Like you're done with the pattern. I don't want to be around. I didn't understand that back, you know, only because I had lessons to learn from her. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was had nothing to do. And thank God I got, I got those lessons f 
full, you know, bore. But I realized looking back, yeah, you're like, hey, dude, if you're going to be hanging out, I can't be around this. You know what I mean? I got to go, right? <laughs> I just don't want to be around it. Mm-hmm. So in other words, too, I can understand why the manifestations of, oh, a lot of betas or, you know, men want rather uh, masturbate than deal with a real modern woman that's a pain in the ass after sex. You know what I mean? Like there's not much there. Um, that's, you know, when I look at her, like being on Instagram half the time, it's like, what is she doing? You know what I mean? Like, and, and what did you get out of it? I can understand why you lost interest, you know, the, the lack of changing, the lack of this. And I think that's a lot. You, you see why things happen. I'm more interested if this is happening, then this starts to manifest. Oh, I'd rather masturbate than deal with a modern woman that's a headache, that's independent or this or that. But then, like, you know, those guys, hey, I, I could just get like how I'm shifting. I'm not even worried about what she's doing or what she thinks. If I can get some sex and do it the right way, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I can care less. Hopefully it, it can go somewhere good. We can build something. But I'm not going to have the expectations. I'm just going to be like, okay, uh, I'm, not, I'm losing interest in that. And I'm just going to fade away to something else. You know what I mean? My question is what, again, back to the same question before we, we can end on this. Mm-hmm. What's worth fighting for? Hmm. Oh, yeah. When do you know? With time ticking, when do you know that, okay, nothing's perfect, so I got to develop this? I guess it takes time. I I, I think with, I think the more we talk about it, the more, and I I have been doing it. uh, I'm not 100%, but I've only busted like two, three nuts this month, or like in 30, 40 days, mostly when I'm having sex. Um, And it's a different life. And it is, it, it brings a clarity and it brings a different pattern of living, especially when interacting with, with women. And I think that's really big. The more we talk about, I'm realizing the more, the more we're talking, just chopping it, it up. It's, like, it's, it's conserving energy. And when you have more energy, you have more control, discipline. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and it, like the interactions with women, it's more natural. I remember there's been many times when I'd be reading a book or watching a video on how to talk to women, how to pick up women, blah, blah, blah. I don't got to, I don't, when I have full, full energy, I don't have to think about that at all. It's natural. It's instinctual. It just happens. And I also know who I'm attracted to and not, or I'm not attracted to. Mm. Right. I know like, oh, there's a strong, we have a strong attraction. I can, my physiology reacts to you. And I don't even know, I don't even know nothing about you. My body does clearly, right? So I think that's really huge. And then what's fighting for, I think, takes time. I think we need to get, we need to do what we can take care of ourselves. And I think that's one of the biggest ones. Don't bust nuts. It's too expensive. So hold that in. And then, you know, pursue your dreams, right? Do Get on your path. Then when you meet a woman, don't just start busting nuts with her. Mm. First of all, yeah, maintain. It's very, it should be a very special occasion. And then just understand it's going to take a little time. So, oh, so then there's the five stages of relationship. So understand that you have that first honeymoon phase, which can last up to two years. Never last that long with me <laughs> yet. Uh, but, but that's a phase. That's you haven't gone past the two year mark, right? No, no, <laughs> not really. Not, not in like a committed relationship. Right. Um, but the honeymoon phase is when, you know, you're like on drugs. You can't even see straight. So that can last up to two years. If it lasts two years, that's probably worth no matter what the next yeah, stage is. That's how it. I'm looking at it. Being practical. Okay. Have a two year run. Yeah. Well, well no, I'm saying something different. I'm saying oh. you just, just understand the phases of relationship, which is first is the honeymoon. Then there's the power struggle. So don't, don't run just because there's a pa- power struggle. That's normal. In every relationship is going to be after the honeymoon phase comes the power struggle phase where you're figuring out who's the boss of what areas, how are you going to work out? What, like, and, and it takes communication. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And in the power struggle stage, you might learn you don't play fair. You don't fight fair. You're going to fight. You're going to have arguments, right? It's, it's normal. And you can learn how they fight. And if they don't fight fair, then maybe, maybe it's time to go. But if they fight fair, right, and, and they don't get too unreasonable when they're triggered and upset, then take the time well said, to well work said. out all the issues and you can get through that stage. And if you can get through that stage, that's... Okay. I totally agree boom. with that. Now, you, now that's worth committing to. That's worth marrying and, and, and building on. To go back into the power stage. Uh, power struggle. Po- power struggle. They, that, they, okay. That's a good thing to talk about because that's when... Also, to putting TikTok, TikTok, time is passing. Here's a moment. Now, when it doesn't work, like if they don't fight fair, mm. like... Mm-hmm. Man or woman. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying from the woman's side, um, if they're not fighting fair. Um, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. And. Because um, that ain't going to change. That ain't going to change. Most right? likely. That's hard. That's pro- good chance that's not going to change. And then, and then again. Give them a few chances. Yeah. Give them a few chances. See if it can resonate when you say this is what it is. Um, uh, and you tell them this is a deal breaker for me. I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue on with this pattern. Give them the option. Yeah. Right. So they can actually know you've told them. Yeah. What you're not going to deal with. Yeah. And so if you know, and I find like um, you know, men and women both do it, but like the ones that don't want to grow say, "Oh fuck, fuck everything." Right. It, get into that fuck it. Right. Um, I don't give a fuck mode because they don't want to do the time. Uh, um. And, and, and I, I don't think they're aware that TikTok is happening. I don't think that they're aware of a lot of things. So, again, when do you fight? When do you know? Um, if you don't know and you think you're going to live forever, or you haven't even thought about these things. All you know is you're in the now reacting and you're not understanding this guy is good and he's a good guy. And this is what he's asking for. Is it too unreasonable? You know, I don't think you or me would be asking for crazy unreasonable shit. I just want to get along, have peace. I want to have discussions that elevate and go places positive and patterns continue to spiral toward the top of the mountain. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's all I asked for is, is, you know, yeah. you know, and I know it's work, but it's, you got to do that with somebody right somewhere. And you're going to have to sit down and say, Oh, men and women both have to say, this is worth fighting for. I don't know what determines that. I think that, I think you have to go through enough stuff, but hopefully you get it before time runs out. You know what I mean? Before you have less options or different options, you know? And I think that's what's happening. You can see sometimes you wait too long and then they, they don't have many good options, you know? Um, so I think there's, there's a meat of time when you're gonna have to make these decisions, men and women, and, uh, and, and just, it's hard to recognize if you always say, well, something could be in the future better than this. Is this worth settling down? I think that there's something going on there. I can't isolate it because uh-huh. I have a hard time believing that a woman would do that, though. So, so that that happens when they're in a relationship. It sounds like what you're talking about is when they're already in a relationship and like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this. I think there's something better. I doubt if the man was living proper, I doubt if that would happen. Because if a woman, if, first of all, I think women are better at loving. It's more natural. They know it's, they, I think they can, in general, love their mate easier than a man can. It's like built into them, I think. It might have been my experience. So... It's if if the man is doing his job, it's they're probably going to be in the relationship fully. When the man starts to fall off of doing his job and his role, 
then they'll, the women will probably stay on longer, but then they'll get mad and jaded and tired and then and, and boom, boom, you know, and, and we'll just like put up with it because we're doing other stuff. Like our life isn't the relationship. A lot of times a woman's main goal is the relationship. And I think that's natural. Our, our goal, main goal is conquering the world. So even though our relationship ain't good, we're conquering the world and that's good. And the woman gives us power just being in the relationship. That's why we kind of want it, even if it ain't working great. While the woman's whole world a lot of times is the relationship, if it ain't working good, that's a, that's, that's, that's a, that's a no-no. You know what I mean? They're going to want right. something else. And so, but if the man is not busting his nut, he's probably going to, it's probably going to be working better because he's just going to have that desire for her. When if it doesn't have, like, what is, what is a relationship? It's a man and woman having sex, right? Or else the friends. So that's the relationship. So the core of that is the man's attraction to the woman. How are you going to be attracted to the same woman for 25, 30 years? If you ain't busting nuts, that's a good, it's a good start. I could agree with that. Yeah. Actually, I, got, I had one. I'm, um, I'm doctor no busting nut right now. <laughs> I, I totally agree because I believe the more that you you curb anything that depletes your energy, it's yeah. going to make you way more attractive. You're going to on exude, so many levels. You're going to yeah. exude things you don't even understand. Yeah. Um, but I remember the first job I got in Cali with a grower and uh, good guy, a blonde guy, tall, big. Everything, uh, just a good guy. You could just tell he's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. And he had this his little hottie, and she, mm-hmm. she was. We'd, we, me and her would have a lot of conversations and, and eat, and they had a kid. And she was telling me um, how she, you know he puts on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but he's providing, he's doing everything for her. She's living in a beautiful, I'm putting in a ten thousand dollar bathroom for her. Um, and uh, and so I was getting this knowledge of she was just discontented with it and pouting and doing all this stuff. And she was telling me, she was being honest with me. So, mm. um, and so I want to ask you right there, granted, um, him pedestalizing her is a problem. He doesn't understand yes. that. Right. So again, he might, like you would probably say he's wrong for pedestal. Ped- yes. Yes. Because, because she's the boss. He's like, you're the boss. She's yeah. like, I don't want to be the boss, bro. Yeah. I want you to be the boss. Yeah. You be the boss. You can't, and it's like, you can't force it, but he's like such a good provider. He'll probably learn that lesson when that yeah. relationship ends and he realizes, you know. Because it seems like he was doing everything. I mean, he's just making her life so comfortable. Yeah, and don't she do that. She needs a little drama. Yeah. Women need a little drama in their life. They need to, you know, from what I've listened to the manosphere, it's like, you got to make a woman, let her know that she actually has to earn and stay earning. Yeah. It doesn't go away. Like you have right? to earn your, so what I think is. He's like, you win. She's like, I don't want to just be win. Let's have a right. game. Let's, let's back and forth, you know. Yeah. So that was a good example of like, this guy is a, he's a good guy. He's great, but I could see he's too nice and he's pedestalizing her. Yeah. And so she's turned off and yeah. she loves him. He's building a deck. They have this beautiful, she was up there by, uh, what's her name? Melanie and that dude that looks like you. Uh, Melanie, the, the biracial dude that was a grower. We stayed at his house um, when they went away. Anyway, oh, they yeah. lived in that same area. Um, and so, but it was good to see like, and, and get her to tell me, you know, so I, I think the Cali was a big, lesson in, in getting some of these nuggets that I actually witnessed real time, mm-hmm. but didn't understand what was going on. Mm. And now I can look back and have real like knowledge of, you know, and seeing this woman, she's pretty, he's beautiful. They're two beautiful couple. Yep. Right. And the kid's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and everything, money, everything, everything still money. wasn't there. Why? Because he wasn't being yeah. the masculine one. And he's definitely not a math. He's too nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the feminization. Yeah. And, and uh, like I said, I totally dis- I totally agree with um, it's all on our side that way, because yeah. that's the way we we're have in the driver's operate. seat. We're in the driver's seat. We can't we can't blame the passenger for us getting lost. No, 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 <laughs> no. Who's behind the wheel? Uh, me. 
Yeah. Why you lost? Uh, her fault. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I can't wait to get out there, man. I'm going to get my rejection, but I'm going to make sure everything is clear as a motherfucker. And uh, I know where I'm going to place my meat. Hey, easy on that. <laughs> Money, energy, attention, and time. Meat. Yeah. Boom. So, um, right, I think that was, a, that was one of our best podcasts. I like it when it gets a little heated yeah, like that. That's yeah, what's yeah. up. We got to chop it up. That's what we do. We chop shit up. Exactly. That's the only way to get somewhere, yeah. man. We got to know what it is, you know? And we, we, it turns out we agree fundamentally on everything. Absolutely. Um, on, on that stuff. Men have to step up. And it's only gonna, you're only going to be sexier when you're moving the way you want to move. And you're not waiting for anybody. You're not pedestalizing anybody. You're not giving a time uh, out of obligation or being nice or courteous, you're moving and saying, hey, you coming with? Oh, no. Like I always love when you say, you ask one girl, and she says, no, I don't want to dance. And you want to dance? Boom. You say, see, told you. You mad? You jealous? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good All stuff, right. good stuff. And on uh, the last thing I want to say is, men, stop busting nuts, bro. Damn. I agree with that. Once a month. Once a month. Back off of everything. Unless you're like 18 to 20. Okay, once a week. And no masturbation. Stop that. Stop it. Gotta stop it. Stop stop it. it. Once once every three months you get to do that. Once a week if you're 18 to 25. After that, it's once a month. Your life will be better. Your relationships will be better. Life is better. The world will be better. Yeah. Agreed. Boom. Peace.